it even more. You're listening to Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Nick. This is episode 361 for August 26th, 2023. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. Nick here. Good morning, everybody. How is everybody? Been hey. a minute. Been yeah. a minute. So we did uh, Why Is This a Thing a few weeks ago. Oh, that's right. We did do that. So that was that was like sideshow. I don't know what you call that. Yeah, it was a, it was a special features. It was a yeah. two cents special features. I'm like Sideshow Bob. Call me Sh- Sideshow Rob. <laughs> That's just the same name. That's literally you have the same name. It's no- <laughs> you just go by a slightly we different could, variation. We could just call you Sideshow Bob, and it would still be <laughs> accurate. Still like there's no point. Just fine. Does my voice sound close enough to Kelsey Grammer's to make it pass or not? They're bringing oh, Frasier yeah. back, by the way. They're what? Yeah, I just saw that the other day. Frasier's coming back. How do you bring Frasier back? Yeah, Frasier's in the airwaves again. It's such a time and place like, show. I don't feel the, like it works in twenty twenty. The dad is dead. I mean, right? He like he actually died shortly after the show finished its run. Did he not? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Is does he have like a podcast now? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, oh, I bet he does. The, that must be what they're doing, right? Because oh, there's no way yeah. that like a therapist would have a radio show anymore. No. Oh, apparently this new series will take place in Boston. Well, why the fuck would they do that? Seattle. He's going yeah. back to because Boston. Be- yeah, because I guess where everybody knows where his was- name. <laughs> 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 Enough of those guys are still alive too. They could probably make Cheers work today too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We know the setting will involve a university campus in Boston, uh-huh. and it will follow Fraser in the next chapter of his life as he returns to Boston with new challenges to face, new oh, relationships to forge, God. and an old dream or two to finally fulfill. What What was the What was the maid's name? Was her name Daphne? Uh, or am I? Yes. Was it Daphne? Yes. Daphne. That's yeah. right. That sounds right. Where was she from? Because her accent was super sexy. Yeah, she's British, right? <laughs> she's. Uh, I love that accent. She was on what? She was on Seinfeld too for like an episode, and she was also on. Uh, what was that Betty White show? They they did on Golden TV Girls. Land. No, not Golden <laughs> Girls. Uh oh, hot. Hot in Cleveland. Hot in Cleveland. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. <laughs> a good old Cleveland steamer for you. <laughs> Jan leaves. That's Jan her real leaves. name. That's the actress's name. Yeah. And how old of a gal is she these days? Because she is sixty-two years young. Holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> so she's the same age, probably, as the guy <laughs> that she was taking care of in the first run of the series kelsey Grammer is 68 uh david hyde pierce is 64 (laughs) oh my god rob i'll just tell you look look her up in 2023 okay what's her name again 
Jane leaves. Leaves. Jane, <laughs> Jane leaves, leaves with two E's instead of an E-A. She was on Seinfeld. She played a virgin on Seinfeld, and I always thought that was funny. Oh, okay. Yeah, she looks about how I would predict, I guess, in 2023. She was on four episodes of Seinfeld. I do not remember that. thought she was just on the one. She looks like a grumpy woman, old woman. <laughs> Quite like, fetching. Quite fetching that Jane leaves in yeah. Frasier. Big huh. fan. The other the other woman that I was a big fan of back in the day uh was uh do, do you guys remember well, Empty Nest? It was a spin-off of Golden of Girls. Of Golden Girls. Yeah. Right. And the, and the nurse Laverne on Empty Nest. It was so weird because, like, emptiness had nothing to do with the Golden Girls, right? <laughs> no, other than they were, like, neighbors and, like, one character. Well, there was, like, one doctor. Right? Yeah, one doctor crossed over. His daughters crossed over. But I think the Golden Girls only came over to their house once in the entire series. <laughs> Spinoffs were crazy. This, bro, yeah. bro, bro, this new, bro. This new show takes place in the same universe as the Golden Girls, but across the United States, starring a restaurant owner. There were 170 like, episodes of Empty Nest. That what? show was on for seven seasons. How? And we Who's know nothing that? about it today. <laughs> you and I vaguely know the premise, and that's yeah. it. Park overall played Laverne Todd. Yeah, a hunt, and she was in 170 episodes. Rita Moreno was in it too, I guess. Or maybe she was like, oh, on it says Gold. Estelle Getty played in 52 episodes of Empty Nest. Okay. That's a, that's a lot then. So that's definitely, that's more of a crossover. How is that a spinoff? Like a spinoff to me, if you're going to spin off Golden Girls, then it's four dudes living in a house somewhere. Four old dudes living in a house somewhere. That's a spinoff of Golden Girls. Not Empty Nest. <laughs> 29 million people watched the pilot episode of Empty Nest. Jesus. <laughs> that is a ratings juggernaut. When it now. was cratering in the ratings in its final season, its its premiere episode did 10.9 million. Wow. That's like five times what a succession episode gets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. It, wow. That's insanity. <laughs> TV was so different. I, I uh, recently stumbled upon uh, Roseanne again. So right. I started watching the series. Well, Roseanne, you're, you're just... trying to you're trying to catch up on the Trump stuff. Right, yeah. right, right, right. And so, you I started, you, right. so I started in 1988 <laughs> <laughs> with the well, first that's really episode where the Trump of Roseanne. story begins, isn't it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's where the political career all started was 1988. The thing was, like, when Roseanne came on, there wasn't really a show that showed an American family struggling. Like, every right. sitcom was people living in an idyllic world. Where there were no struggles, there were no family issues, there was none of that. And Roseanne comes along, and it's 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 a different show for the eight late eighties, early nineties. I don't think that show really took took off until the you know nineties after the third season. But 
Yeah, there was alcoholism. There was yeah, you know, infidelity. I mean, just there were struggling to pay bills. Yes, it right. was a. It was showing for the first time a two, a two income family. It took two incomes to raise a family in this small town. Right, that was never shown on TV before. Right. Uh, yeah, and also a couple that looked like Roseanne Barr and John Goodman. Right, that was the other thing. True. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then she goes and fucks up the national anthem. Holy shit. First season of Roseanne averaged 37 million viewers. That's insane. My God. <laughs> and that was, and Rob's like, it didn't even take off to the third. Yeah, it wasn't until like the third season. She got popular probably in that second season. And then she does this at 19, in 1990. Yeah, it looks like it peaked in 89. I'm looking at now 43 million viewers. Yeah. 43 yeah. million yeah, viewers? Yeah, it's an NFL game. My <laughs> God. Crazy. So here, come on. It is, it is crazy, though, that, like, as all of these... Sh- or, oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, as these shows get less and less viewership, like, somehow advertising is still worth more today. Right. But I think it's, I think it's because now, because everybody's so segmented, there's hyper-specific audiences, so you can more accurately target. Right. These people for ads. Right. Whereas before, just- <laughs> like, shows were built for everyone. They were, like, engineered that right. way to be like, everyone is going to gather around around the, the TV set and watch this one show. You know? Right. But crazy. Yeah. Roseanne sings the national anthem, 1990. Oh, say, can you see? When did the booze well, start? Right here. There they are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is fun. Didn't get terrible. to Ramparts we watched before the booze started. There's a, here's more of the crowd noise. This was such big news. I'm eight years old when this happens. Seven years old when this happens. And this was such big news across America that she disrespected the national anthem like this. And then she grabs her crotch after this. (laughs) She claims she was actually trying, that it wasn't a bit. Yeah. That's the claim she made afterwards. I would say that she probably did try and it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember it was like I I heard it about it for weeks or what seemed to be weeks as a seven year old. Like, oh, Roseanne Barr's, you know, oh, she's not apologizing. And oh, I, should I her show be taken off? Well, even should her show be taken off the air? So. I just started season three of Roseanne, and the first time she comes on camera, she makes a joke about singing, and people are just like, oh, yeah! That's so funny. Oh, the fucking 90s were so different. Yeah, apparently, because of the delay with the audio system, she kind of, like, steamrolled through the song that's her claim yeah that's why she had her fingers in her ears while she was performing it i do think though when you grab your crotch and spit on the ground after the national anthem (laughs) you're not exactly 
taking it in earnest you know no, what i mean no no <laughs> i don't think whitney houston spat on the ground and grabbed her crotch as she's getting down from singing the super bowl george hw bush called the performance disgraceful <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I did forget that the old president had to step in and say something. <laughs> yeah, do you remember the things the presidents had to deal with back in the oh 90s? My God. Right, right. Yeah. Now, now they're just worried about indictments and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, it, what, what, this was at the Padres. This was like a meaningless game, too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was no, It was a nothing game. But, I don't know. Like, I... I can't even get mad. Like, why did they call her to sing the national anthem in the first place? Like, that just seemed like a dumb because, choice. I don't because know. she had the most popular television show probably in America with 43 million viewers. But she can't sing. No. There was no illusion about this. <laughs> most people can't sing. <laughs> Here's the other thing, too. 162 games a year. Like, you're going to run out of names at a certain point, you know? Like, the yeah, you- Rolodex is pretty stretched by August. Uh, don't you, I don't know. Do you need a celebrity every game? Can't you just have a fucking singer? <laughs> nope. Get Roseanne. Can't you, just have, can't you just have somebody who knows how to sing? Get me Roseanne. <laughs> it just sounds like a recipe for disaster. Yeah, I, but I, I guess, don't. But I guess maybe this is coming with the hindsight of, you know, 30 years later, us really, know, really knowing who Roseanne is <laughs> in full detail today. Because. <laughs> Yeah, it was oh, the the nineties, man. The nineties. I think that's I, all I, I think say. that's what I respect about Roseanne, though. Is like as far as like celebrities go, she is like laid herself bare in the public sphere. Like there is no hiding at all. She's very open. Yeah, and I think she was always very open and outspoken, yeah. even in the nineties. As she got into trouble for all sorts of different things back then, and I think the network finally had to tell her to hey, step back a little bit. You've got a popular show. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I think maybe that's what has pissed her off in her later years. Is that well, she's but probably an element of the reason her show was popular is because she's been open and honest. Right. Right. Like, as you just mentioned earlier, the show has alcoholism and it has uh, a poor family struggling. Like, that's yeah. honest. That's not TV. No. That's real life. Uh, do we want to review some of the other worst national anthems of all time? <laughs> I suppose. Ooh. I mean, why not? <laughs> All right, let's try Jimmy Buffett at the 2018 NFC oh, Championship game. God, I don't Jimmy this one. Buffett, 2018. And the home of the that doesn't sound that bad. No, that was fine. That was fun. Oh, here we go. Fergie, 2018 uh, NBA All-Star Game. This I remember this one. This was fucking terrible. I was watching this one live. I was too. <laughs> Is that an upright bass? Like Absolutely. What's so Obviously, it's an audio podcast, but the best part of this is the cuts to the players on the court. Uh, Steph Curry confused. <laughs> Not laughing yet, just confused. Uh, Back to Fergie. Clay Thompson burying his head in his chest. LeBron is now smirking. 
I just remember thinking to myself, like, how is nobody openly laughing? <laughs> because I don't think I could keep it together if I was standing there listening to this. I'd be turning here it around. Is, here it is. Here it is. Ugh. Which, I mean, <sighs> oh my I don't think that God. she's actually singing badly due to a lack of ability. What is it then? Style. This is a stylistic choice. She's trying to sing it like a, like a 20s swing kind of, <laughs> but it's just the wrong style. <laughs> <laughs> they brave through the night And their flag was still there Here comes Francis Scott Key <laughs> With a dame in his arm And patriotism in his cap <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no, she totally though is. It's she's totally singing singing stylistically here, but it's just why would you make that choice? Oh, uh, here's Draymond. <laughs> here comes the smile. <laughs> yeah, and Steph's laughing now. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel laughing. <laughs> what did she say there? Rewind Wait, that just a little bit. And the yeah. What, why did she start it with a BR? <laughs> Free doesn't start with BR. She's reminding herself to breathe. <laughs> that is terrible. The land of the Brie. <laughs> the cheese? Yeah. Ah. Even Jitsi cut out at like there were certain frequencies that she was hitting <laughs> that even Jitsi was cutting out and I couldn't yeah. hear. Thankfully, <laughs> Jitsi's like Jitsi's like this is trash. We're filtering this out and not sending it down the pipe. <laughs> that that really strikes me as just like a poor choice from from like the uh, planning phase. I don't know why. Well, like someone at rehearsal needs to tell you, just yeah, settle right. Down. Like, and I know everybody wants to put their f- fucking spin on the national anthem, right? Everybody wants to put their spin on it, and it's a hard song to sing. It's a hard song to True. sing, is the thing. Like, yeah, this, uh, you know, it's not exactly O Canada, you know. Yeah, but like, <laughs> if you're a singer, wow, just piss off all of our Canadian <laughs> listeners. <laughs> That's the thing. If you're a singer, you should be able to sing the national anthem. Yeah. Dude, right. Oak Canada is not a bad Bush singer, league, bro. It's Bush League. National Anthem, that's really the test of your, your vocal chops. Are there any other bad National Anthems that we can listen to? Uh, let's see. Is Steven that, Tyler? That... I don't oh, remember God. that one. Uh, but I'm not getting a video of it here. Steven Tyler, National Anthem. Here we go. At the Indy 500 in 2001. Mm. Oh my God! Let's go to the end here. Oh. Oh. 
sounds like he was out drinking all night last night and smoking, and his voice is just shot. He's taking that's like just long how his too. Yeah, <laughs> that's just how his voice sounds though. <laughs> yeah, but this sounds worse than normal. Oh, this one's pretty good actually. Yeah, and that's just a man with a tired voice. <laughs> oh. What? Yeah, this no. way! <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. I mean, not a bad rendition, but just a tired voice. (laughs) Oh, that was pretty bad. (laughs) Well, the ending really, really put the pile of shit on top of it. Yeah, the problem is he tried to sing like, uh, like, like Steven Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right? And by 2001, that, that gig was up. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That was fucking Armageddon era, Steven Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> that stupid song. Uh, that's I'm not big on Aerosmith. I've never really hopped on the Aerosmith bandwagon. Really? Yeah. My fa- my favorite thing Aerosmith did was that Disney ride. Oh sure. Yeah. That roller coaster. Yeah. The rock and roller coaster. <laughs> that's right. Rob, you ever do that one? I I don't do roller coasters. Oh, that's. Just oh, goodness, not a Rob. thing I do. <laughs> it just goes really fast and upside down. Yeah, and pass. indoors in pass. the dark. Uh, it's fun. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, I remember when Armageddon came out and how like how pumped everybody was for the soundtrack. Right. Like, <laughs> it's just like, oh my god. <laughs> Why was that song so big? That song fucking bloats. No. (laughs) Uh, I can't even. I don't want to miss a thing. Don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I got to hear some of this shit song. From Armageddon. (laughs) The official video. Let's see here. Let's do this one. Oh, yeah. the, The intro music. There was something about the late 90s where, like, these love ballads like this were such a fucking big thing. So I guess Journey had a song on there that was an original song, too. Really? Remember Me? This intro is way longer than I remember. Oh, dude. Just to hear. Oh. This whole song is painfully slow. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's five it's fucking minutes brutal. and twenty two seconds. It's brutal. It's the fucking longest song ever. Oh, that is fucking awful. 
Yeah, this is why the country music game is so fucking genius is because you can't go. I wonder what I don't want to miss a thing by Aerosmith is about. Right. (laughs) But you can guess about rich men north of Richmond. You can guess at that. God, I wonder what dude looks like a lady is about. (laughs) Oh, it's about a dude who looks like a lady. Shocking. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I wonder uh, wonder what uh, Dream On is about yeah. <laughs> There's a little song by Queen Don't Stop Believing I wonder what that's about it's Wrong band but close enough Oh well whatever That's <laughs> Journey Journey Yeah Whatever Come on get your 80s band yeah. 80s uh, light rock <laughs> Metrosexual bands right Rob it, True <laughs> it's all my dad's favorite music too he loves like rush and rush that's why i'm surprised you never get into aerosmith i don't know like i listen to aerosmith like when i play like guitar hero and shit but it's just never oh, right, never gravitated yeah. towards big, them big guitar hero they're thing. listen they're a great guitar hero band actually i will give them credit for that guitar hero is underrated in terms of like bringing classic rock to young audiences i feel like that game extended the shelf life of a lot of those bands you know by like a decade yeah yeah Yeah. you know how many songs i had on my ipod that i never would have had otherwise if not for guitar hero zz top and slash and yeah right yeah i just wonder if you guys would have run into that somewhere else i don't think so like so i think there were a couple when we were kids i don't know what the case is now like now fucking kids discover Fleetwood Mac on TikTok and they think they've like struck oil in like, <laughs> the Midwest. <laughs> so I don't like know how kids find it now, but in our day, it was Guitar Hero. It was American Idol, right? Oh, there were songs yeah, American, American Idol, Idol, sure. You know. It was road trips with your parents where they had the greatest hit CD. Right, that's always the case, yeah. Oh. You know. My parents used to listen to Boxcar Willie. <laughs> What the fuck is Boxcar Willie? What the fuck? (laughs) You just unlocked a core memory. (laughs) Like, we had this stupid cassette tape. Is it for kids? No. It it was like an adult performer. Named Boxcar Willie. (laughs) Named Boxcar Willie. That sounds like a kid's clown. I cannot imagine being fucking Rob at eight years old and listening to this shit in the car. Hobo heaven. (laughs) Freightliner fever. Uh, (laughs) I drive a big freightliner and I made my last payment today. And I drive to all points out New York City to L.A. I'm not going to lie, it's not bad. I'm kind of into it. All right, play another song and tell me if you can spot any difference between the two of them. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Roy Acuff is 82 years old this fall. Oh, we got it. Same song. 
Dude, it's basically Elvis with a banjo. <laughs> yeah. And without the good looks. Well, yeah, yeah. And singing about hobo life. I'm kind of into it, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Here you go. Add some boxcar willy to your fucking iPod. Can we, get some, uh, can we get some Turkish dubstep covers of these songs now? That's what... <laughs> <laughs> can we get some, like, Eastern European techno with, like, some boxcar willy thrown in there? Oh, yeah. He did have a whole bunch of... Boxcar willy had a whole bunch of train songs because... Boxcar is a train, a type of well, train car. And I'm pretty sure, like, part of the lifestyle was hopping yeah. in, into train cars and riding around the country. Yeah. I hated that cassette so fucking much. You mentioned Turkish dubstep, and it made me think of, have you seen the video... Uh, what, what's the song? Planet of the Bass. You seen this thing? No, no. It went viral. It's this this guy that wanted to make the most generic like Euro pop dance song <laughs> from the late nineties. Oh no! It's called Planet of the Bass, and he's done like ten versions of it. And the Jonas Brothers brought them out to like perform at one of their shows. And or the or this was this a group oh, trying to like scientifically formulate the most generic? Uh, <laughs> I feel like I've heard of. I don't know if it was like that technical, but I think like yeah, it was a uh, okay. comedian. I heard of this. I heard of this group that was like trying to work on like literally this. They were like analyzing famous music and trying to make like the most scientifically generic song. Wow, Something like that. But do you have it pulled up, or do you want me to pull uh, it? Up? Go ahead. You can play it if you have right. it. Yeah, I have it here. Alert! Alert! <laughs> DJ Crazy Times. <laughs> if you want parties to be making. Let me see your beautiful faces. Oh, I've got an idea. World peace. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this thing is a bop, dude. <laughs> oh, and aliens are contacting The music Earth. video is also incredible. <laughs> when the pleasure is a dream on a secret love and the people want to make a Okay, let me ask you something. The way they're singing, is it because they're translating it from another language? I think that's or is the just... premise, but no, it was it's it's uh I see. <laughs> yes. Okay. I think they okay. I think they popped an English phrase into Google Translate a few times until it came back These to are English just a little wrong. These are American singers. <laughs> okay. So that's supposed to be the style. Yeah, like, so wait, yeah. We're fucking it up on purpose. Yeah. Okay. Wait for the melody here. Never die. die. Women are my favorite guy. Sex. I'm wanting more. Tell the world. Stop the war. Boom. Here the bass goes on. Jesus. Song of the year. It's not the song of the year. 
That is not that good of a song. It's funny. It's not that good of a song. My buddy was at a Jonas Brother concert with his fiance, and these guys came out and started performing the song, and everyone was so confused. I bet. <laughs> like, no one well, was laughing. No one so this, was laughing. This video came out 10 days ago, and it only has 2 million views. So it's not really that viral for 10 days old. Well, it's viral to me, okay? It's viral to me. It's not very viral. <laughs> come on, that's like that's like one twentieth of the views of Roseanne Barr. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing. Like she got to sing the national died. anthem. Yeah. <laughs> Women are my favorite guy. <laughs> uh, it's got to make writing those rhymes really easy when the words don't have to make sense. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Can just look up uh, rhymes with women. <laughs> uh, so there's a fire festival festival two documentary coming soon, I assume, because there's a fire festival two happening next year. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Is Ja Rule involved? <laughs> I don't think so, but the original Billy McFarland is the one that's putting it together, and he's doing he's it again. To- Yep, trying it again. Sometime in December of 2024, they're going to, quote unquote, the Caribbean. (laughs) (laughs) Why can't they just do it in Vegas? You know, why do they have to go to these tropical? According to the Fire Festival 2 website, ticket prices will go up as um, more go on sale. The most expensive are listed uh, for nearly $8,000. Why is he trying this again? <laughs> well, because it worked so well last time for him. Yeah, except he ended up in prison. <laughs> I don't think that, Bes- that that means that it ended well for him. Besides that. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, listen, going to prison could be the best thing for someone nowadays. Yeah, maybe Honestly, you make great connections. You make yeah, your you put your mugshot on t-shirts, you know? It's a big <laughs> thing. Your poll numbers shoot up. Ain't the worst thing in the world anymore. Fire Festival was the most significant thing this person ever did. Yeah. Why wouldn't they do it again? You know what I mean? True. And now he's like, okay, well, I just need better lawyers this time. Like, that's the only lesson he learned. (laughs) Man, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. Don't do it. Don't go. Don't buy tickets, people. (laughs) Why the heck did they make two documentaries? <laughs> and they put them both up at the same time. It really was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and neither of them were particularly good either. No. You know, like, I personally preferred the Netflix one, but I think overall everybody liked the Hulu one. I preferred better. the Hulu one, if I remember correctly. Yeah. 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 Because didn't the Hulu one actually have interviews with McFarland? Yeah, because they paid him. Right. Uh, Netflix didn't want to pay him. Right. But uh, yeah, I pref- I don't know. I just preferred the Netflix one. I liked more of the behind the scenes stuff, and I just figured everything that he had to say was a fucking lie anyway. Right. So why do I care <laughs> about what he says? Take me to the facts of the story. Who is this guy, by the way? Like, where did he come crazy. from? I'm sure he's nobody. <laughs> yeah, I think he's just a nobody. That what's his name? Billy McFarland. 
I think it might have just been a trust fund kid. Yeah. I'm looking at it. I'm sure it, they mentioned it in the documentary. Wow. His Wikipedia. William Z. McFarland is an American con artist and convicted <laughs> felon who co-founded the ill-fated Fire Festival. Holy shit. Oh, I thought shit. you were reading Trumps. I thought you were reading Trumps there. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, Wikipedia coming out fucking swinging on this guy, though. He defrauded investors of 27.4 million by marketing and selling tickets to the festival and other events. Yeah, Vanity even- Fair describes him as the poster boy for millennial scamming. <laughs> Even his Wikipedia, like URL, wikipedia.org slash wiki slash Billy McFarland parentheses fraudster. Just to differentiate him from the other Billy McFarland. Yeah. In the URL address is fraudster. Oh, because there's also a Billy McFarland loyalist. Oh, okay. William McFarland, known as the Mexican. Is a Northern Irish loyalist paramilitary. Yeah, don't want to confuse the two. No, no. So it looks to me like this kid was always this guy at at a, as a child at thirteen founded an online outsourcing startup that matched clients with web designers. To me, it sounds like he's one of those kids that always wanted a get rich quick scheme. Like, oh, I figured it out. This is this is my get rich quick. I'll start a podcast and sell Big Brother live feeds. Exactly. That worked for one year. I love the the people also search for Martin Shkreli, Elizabeth Holmes. (laughs) Yep. Ja Rule. The Hall of Fame, really. The Mount Rushmore of of modern day fraudsters. You know? (laughs) It's not fraud. What did he say? It's not fraud. It's lying or something. <laughs> Bernie Madoff's up here. Totally. Pa- Pablo Escobar's on this list. I don't know if Pablo Escobar really fits, but all right. <laughs> Billy McFarland, who sold people fake festival tickets, is up on the list with mass murderer and cocaine kingpin Pablo Escobar. They're already sold out the Fire Festival 2 tickets. Wow. Well, of course they are. Everybody has FOMO. That they is don't want to be there for the next Incredibly stupid. <laughs> kind of want to go. Oh no, my god. Rob, nobody's buying the tickets to go to a festival this time. That's the no, difference. No, that's true. That's true. They're buying it to be part of the next thing. Yeah. Do you think I've missed my window to become a festival guy? Yep. Yeah, I think so, yeah. right? I think that that part of my life is just over. Yeah, just can't can never go back. No, <laughs> you have to start that when you're like 16. You think? Yeah. You don't think at 28 I can just decide I'm going to take Molly in the fucking desert? <laughs> nope. No, you don't think so? Listen you, to some dead. You mouse? now have to wait till you're like 50. That's oh, you rule. think it's got to come back around? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like a reverse bell curve. Yeah. So I'm like nine years away from that. I'm right. Per- I'm golden. But you think like now I'm in the part of my life where it's like I have to like take my life and career seriously. Right. Yeah. Right. That's going great so far. So there's uh, (laughs) some funny election stuff coming out of. uh, Well, I'm not sure where this is coming out of. Anyway, there's a, a gentleman named Dick Bigger. (laughs) <laughs> that is uh <laughs> that is uh making some 
waves in the political commercial field. I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, I see this article. Dick Bigger loves to have politicians sign his balls. Yep. <laughs> Dick uh, Bigger Jr. Yeah, I, uh, well, I googled that, and that was a mistake. <laughs> You didn't, you didn't type in politics afterwards because uh, no, I nope. did. <laughs> no, I did not. And I have some very helpful men's health articles here. Nice. Anyway, he well, got, we some- got a photo of Governor J.B. Pritzker signing uh, Dick Bigger's balls. Yep. So he had he must have been doing some uh, political campaigning. Is this Wisconsin? Where the fuck is this? Anyway. Oh, God. A- get ready for this. We know he's Dick Bigger Jr., Rob. Yeah. His, so, I, obviously, his, I, his dad I, is Dick Bigger. Did you see the tweet about his mother's name? Oh, yeah, I did. What, what's his mother's name? What is happening here? Am I, like, in a, in a fucking Abbott and Costello routine right now? What are you talking his mother's about? Name, his mother's name was Dixie Bigger. <laughs> Dixie. Dixie. <laughs> Is this a real guy with a real this, name? This is a real they're guy. From Bigsville. They're from Bigsville, Illinois. This is a what fucking South fuck? Park episode, dude. This is not real. <laughs> this is And he's got outtakes from his ad spot for Susanna Mendoza as comptroller. <laughs> All right. Play we have ads. We have Oh my god. It's outtakes from him recording an ad. Susanna Mendoza Listen to that voice, though. That is some golden pipes. All right, and I'm looking at his hair right now. <laughs> I mean... It, it does kind of look like a 13-year-old boy's haircut. I'm like a 56-year-old man. Oh, that man is in his 70s. Easy. It is white. Okay. It is white elderly hair. Susanna Mendoza. Hold it. Hold it. This tiny lady... This tiny lady got rid, rid. This tiny lady got rid of Illinois' huge, unpaid backlog. Oh boy, backlog, backlog, log. This tiny lady got rid of Illinois' big, huge backlog of unpaid bills. Now, now he's just fidgeting with his pockets on his overalls. He's wearing overalls, and he's just fidgeting with the pockets. This tiny lady is getting rid of Illinois' huge backlog of bills. Unpaid bills. Oh, boy. Want to do it one more? (laughs) She's our firecracker. I like our. (laughs) I love this guy. Oh, he's, he's amazing, isn't it? Rob, thank you for introducing me to my new hero. <laughs> Dick Bigger. You think the carpet matches the drapes there? Absolutely. Oh, right? yeah. The same oh, 13-year-old yeah. haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy reminded me, I was watching that video as we're listening to it here. Do you remember the, the two, it was a viral video a long time ago. There's two old people, they were doing like a... a advertisement for like pancakes or something and the old dude could not get out the the saying that he was trying to say for this and they went over and over and over again and the man kept fucking it up and his wife was like you gotta get it right (laughs) 
Not everyone can be a movie star, right? The line is baked in a buttery, flaky crust. <laughs> that is. The line is baked in a buttery, flaky crust. <laughs> Bake on a buttery fl- crust. Close. <laughs> buttery. Oh. Baked in a buttery, flaky crust. Baked in a buttery flavored crust. Uh, crust. Yeah. Baked in a buttery flaky crust. Baked in a buttery flaky, flaky crust. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> the wife is just on him relentlessly. <laughs> Check that out. There's two minutes of that. Go watch that video. It's kind of a tongue She's twister, like, man. It's not like the easiest line in the world. Baked in a buttery flaky crust. Uh, Not baked in a buttery flaky crust. I mean, it's yeah. a challenge, but Sally shells seashells by the seashore. It's and it's so funny. The payoff at the end here. Everybody's seen this video, I think. But she, they they're like, okay, woman, you've been trying to correct him all fucking day. It's your turn to try it. And they do the take, and she fucks it up. <laughs> she don't even get it right. <laughs> What if that's, I mean, was that the commercial? Yeah. No, no, so, no, I mean, that wasn't the commercial. These are just the outtakes from the commercial. See, that should have been the commercial Yeah, it right should there. have been, yeah. You know what I mean? From Banger, Maine is where they're from. Bangor. Banger. It's Bangor. Banger. Listen, my family's from that region. Banger. I don't like you disrespecting Bangor, Maine. Bangor. Where'd they get that nice stupid name? That's a dumb oh, name. I don't know. Come up with a better name. <laughs> okay. With your sorry. buttery flaky crust. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Nebraska has no weird town names. No. None. Or None. people names. Just Boxcar yeah. Willie. That's the only one. <laughs> Boxcar <Right. laughs> Willie. We do have a Hooker County. There's a county in the state Fun. called Hooker. Fun. Yeah. Wonder what they do there. Uh-huh. What else we got in the pipeline, boys? Uh, you know, no debate talk, no uh, talk of indictments. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Nick mug and I, shots. Nick, Nick and I, uh, we, <laughs> mug shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. What is there to say? I mean, yeah. You know, like at this point, you've I'm carved so out your territory. You either believe one way or the other. No one's getting convinced. I, I'm so tired uh, of hearing about it that it's just a nice break to come on here and not talk about. it. I agree. <laughs> All I want to say is that is that mugshot is the greatest photo ever taken. That, that mugshot, that mugshot mug is going to be at the center of a new religion, and no, it's probably going to be one of the most memed photos of the decade. What's well, one far. of the most badass mugshots? I like but that it's, it's kind of shot. out of focus too. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but doesn't it doesn't it kind of feel like they let him? Like have as many tries as oh, you want. Oh, you think you had a couple of, takes? You think so? Oh, you know what I mean? My it, it looks my too good. Look okay. <laughs> it looks that too is good. Such a good point. Either that, or he like practiced at home. Oh wow. yeah, not bad. Because like, but he claimed it looks way too good. He claimed on Fox News that night that he had never even heard the term mugshot before. Yeah, I know. I heard him say that. That's a lie. <laughs> His head. I bet you if you dig through, if you fucking dig through The Apprentice, I bet you can find a clip of him using the term mugshot. <laughs> I bet you're right. They probably had a challenge where they had to have a mugshot, and he just said mugshot 96,000 times during the episode. Yeah. His head looked so long. Like, the focal, the focus on the on the camera made his head look, like, really stretched out and, and 
elongated. It was weird. But he looked mean in that photo. What, what, what do you think about uh, six foot three, 215 pounds? What do you think about that? <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> That's what they listed him as. Is he really um, six foot three, though? So, no, I believe. Okay. Yeah. I believe all of that was um, like self-submitted information. Like, I don't think they, I don't think they pulled out a scale. No, or, I don't yeah. think so. Like at the doctor's <laughs> so, office. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, somebody made a great point because they're like, well, mugshots are for like people so you can recognize them. And right. if they're a flight risk. In case you don't have like, a picture the of them. Fuck, right. Who the fuck doesn't know who this guy is? <laughs> yeah. But uh, Donald Trump um, shares a body type with Muhammad Ali and Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so how tall is he for reals? Oh, maybe six two. Okay, maybe uh, on his tippy toes, maybe. Like he's tall, I but I don't know if he's that tall. I didn't know if he got over six foot. To be honest, I had no idea. I think he's probably over six foot. I'm a bad judge of people's height. Horrible at. Now it. you Google it though, and it says six three. <laughs> Well, it's an official document. All right. Well, okay. So Obama's height is six foot two. Who's the, and he's a tall guy too. Played basketball. Yeah. Tall guy. Yeah, but like, so let's find a photo of them next to each other. Oh, I don't know if you're gonna find many of those. <laughs> Just one. Oh, there are plenty. I see a few, <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest with you. Trump looks shorter. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, it depends on the photo. No, they look. Uh, they look about even. About the same height. Yeah, there's one where he's kind of leaning a little bit. I, I, I well, let's let's set the over under at six two and a half. It's okay. around there. Well, then that's fair. So he rounded up to six three. Okay, two fifteen. <laughs> that I don't know. That I, I mean, think we're okay. off by about forty to fifty pounds on that one. So maybe, maybe he was like two two eighty five and. It's he was like subtracting. He's like, oh, I wonder how many pounds I am. Maybe away he drew the eight really skinny and it looked like a one. Well, yeah, maybe. You know, what, though? you know what, though? You know what, though? Like, you're probably partly remembering Trump from back in the day. He's old. Nick. He's sick. He might be losing. Nick. He might be. He might have been losing weight over the past Nick. couple years. He is not giant. 215 pounds. Yeah, He's a if, large man. If you are 6'2 and only weigh 215, you are fucking skin and bones. <laughs> dude, he is. He's you'd have fat, abs. Dude. He's you'd fucking have, fat. You'd have abs. <laughs> you seen him in a tennis outfit recently? <laughs> Just Google Donald Trump tennis. Google Donald Trump tennis and you tell me if it's 215 pounds. I look at some modern photos of him and he looks like he's like he's got like some skin flaps and shit. Like he looks like he's getting old and losing weight, like not in the healthy way, in the old way. I don't know, man. He's not 215. Sorry. I'm looking at golf pictures. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, let's stop looking at Donald Trump. Oh, but it's everybody's favorite activity. <laughs> yeah. This man Didn't is you 260. Watch? Easy. Easy 260. I mean, you're probably right. You're probably right. But I don't know. I don't think he's as fat as he used to be, for sure. 
Uh, the pressure cooker returned to Big Brother. Oh, yeah. The pressure cooker oh, returned. So I have not yeah. been watching Big Brother this season. I have oh. not watched Big Brother in a number of years. I actually. thought you were a big Sari fan. I am a big Sari fan. I'm not a fan of watching three hours of Big Brother a week, though. Oh, Sari. She's so... It's so fucking good. I... Miss so watching Sari, and it, it is exciting that she's on, and I've been checking in on her progress, but I have not watching. I hate that she has an advantage of A, being Sari, and B, having someone else in there. I hate, hate, hate that. Right. But it is, I, I have to say, it is good TV. But she's been doing well, right? Yeah, she has been doing well, and she's trying to keep her boy under control. Mm. And her boy is running into some showmance Ooh. business. And, and mama ain't happy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fun. Yeah. So that was a fun little side quest. So, but yeah. The pressure cooker did return this week, and it lasted 14 hours this time. Um, the last time it lasted 16. Oh, so what's make the pressure cooker? No. Okay. All right, the pressure cooker. <laughs> the pressure cooker. Pressure cooker is a challenge that debuted, what, what did we say, 18 years ago? 18 years ago. <laughs> How the fuck was it 18 years ago? I was deep into podcasting by, by then. Like, Trevor and I had built quite a show by season six of Big Brother. And I I have to say that the reason the pressure cooker is so popular is because of Trevor. I'm just going to say it. I <laughs> was 10 years old when the pressure cooker was on television. I was not yet listening to the Rob and Trevor podcast, but I uh, was watching Big Brother. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's one of the. So the, basically the it's a it's a box and everybody has a button. That's right. And your goal is to keep your hand or keep the button depressed. Right. If your button is undepressed, <laughs> released. If you, you take your hand the off the button. Yeah. yeah. If you take your I think you have that backwards, but <laughs> No, if you take your hand off the button, you lose. Yeah, you take your hand off, you lose, you're out of the game. And you just stand there. You stand there. There's no sitting. You can. So it's you, a Mr. Beast challenge, is what you're talking about. I was me. just yeah. about to say, it's kind of yeah. a Mr. Beast challenge. <laughs> it's just Mr. Beast. It's just. By the way, with Mr. Beast, I had to introduce my one of my very good friends. He had no idea who Mr. Beast was. Yeah. No clue who Mr. Beast was. As which any healthy human should be. <laughs> as I was surprised that he hadn't. His videos get 200 million views. Yeah, but they're all toddlers and Nico. <laughs> I don't even think I'm subscribed to Mr. Beast. Oh, I don't even know if I piss off. You uh, are too. I don't think I. You I first of all, I don't subscribe have, to like, him for that car. I don't have subscribed to him to win a car. I don't have subscriptions on YouTube. I, know. I let the algorithm do the work. I don't like subscribe to things. Uh, but yeah, but the, the same way. But yeah, <laughs> the pressure cooker was a uh, was a huge thing though because yeah. it, you, that night you sold the, uh, the challenge started live oh, on the air. Oh my god, that's right, and continued I, on the live feeds. I made and I probably I mean uh, there's no contract holding me back. I made four thousand dollars that night. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Selling subscriptions was, to live feeds. It was still the time where I got 15 bucks for everybody who signed up for the free trial. Even if you canceled before the free trial was over and didn't pay them a penny, I still got 15 bucks. 
and I made four grand that night, like forty two hundred bucks. Fucking good old days, dude. Yeah, fuck, that was awesome. Now, if I remember Internet right, sucks now. <laughs> that original challenge, though, came at a part of the season where whoever won was important. So yeah, at that point. Of season six, you had two sides of the house. You had the cool kids with Kayser and Janelle, and then you had the nerd herd. Right. Kayser had just won his way back into the house by being voted out by the nerd herd the week prior. Right. And entered into the pressure cooker challenge, and him and the leader of the nerd herd were the last two standing after 16 hours. That's right, that's right. And she convinced him to let go, saying, I'll never put you up, you'll never go out. And what does she do? Right. Puts him up and out the door. Right. (laughs) So, like, you gotta be, like, part of it is the challenge is great, but also the reason that the challenge is great is because it comes at a relevant time, and it's this one challenge where you can win just by willpower. Right. You know? Which is, you know, why the... Obviously, the final season. Yeah, the I guess season it doesn't require doesn't require skill or athleticism or right. brains. They did the same thing. Survivor season one was the uh, hand on yep. the idol, right? And yep. it's just like three people left. You make the finals, you can win a million dollars, and so you cannot let go. We'll set here till someone dies, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, I, I'm hoping that this time it was as important of a challenge. You know, it really kind of was. It it came at a time where uh, a, a big alliance voted one of their own out because he was an insufferable prick. <laughs> <laughs> and the house then, a- as they got the back door plan in motion, the house then splinters all of a sudden to try to save him. Yeah. There's, there's small groups that try to save him. So then there's all these little splinter alliances and then the pressure cooker comes. How the producers are able to time that, they have to have, I mean, I, you're, you're 100% right. They have to n- have it at a critical time. Right. And they timed it really well. Right. Yeah. And, no, and I almost think th- that you should have in your back pocket for a big week. Yeah, I think that's what they do. I'm sure they just hold on to all these challenges. Well, I'm sure, but they converted the whole backyard into like a big prison for right. this one, and and called. Yeah, but they it got the a whole fucking team, dude. Right? Do you, know, do you know? When they like when they bring in theater productions downtown here, like they can set that shit up in a night. Yeah, that it, in Big Brother in history, the big challenges take about three days. They lock the the contestants in for up to three days. With no backyard access. You you do know, though, who generally is going to get voted out a couple yeah. days prior to the episode. So you yeah. might know the the lay of the land a couple days in advance. Yeah. You know. But they teased this last week. Oh, They're wow. like, the pressure cooker's coming back. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. And then they used it this week. So they had, I mean... I think they have such a good grasp on what's going on inside the house, obviously because they're recording it, but even through the diary room stuff, they know what's going to happen. And I think they can sense these shifts coming because they've done they it know for so long. more than they show the viewers for sure. Oh, absolutely. Without question. I mean, absolutely. How the heck did they wait 18 years? I don't know. You guys were pushing for it every year. As long as I can remember. God, Trevor talked about it every fucking year. (laughs) Every year. It's so great because like they had no idea how long it was gonna go. 
Yeah, I remember that was our first uh, year of reality TV awards also. Right. Because Pressure Cooker brought in a lot of people voting for that. Right. That first year we had, what, 8,000 votes? Remember the one year we got a Julie Chen retweet? Yeah. Remember that? that yeah. That year was crazy. <laughs> that, year, that year we had... I think we had 65,000 votes that year. I think I was involved that year with you by that point. Yeah, you were because that was also, um, oh my God, Rachel, Rachel Riley. No, Rachel's sister. Rachel's sister, right. Yeah. She was the one, but Rachel was retweeting all of her stuff because Rachel's sister was the one up for the award. Right. So Rachel and her sister both came on the show when it was time to accept their award. Right. And I remember the chat room was just insane that night. <laughs> I was in Boston at the time. Were you? Yeah, I was. Wow. Yeah. Man, I've been podcasting way too long. <laughs> I think 2005 is when we started. I think that's right. I think that's right. So, yeah. Yeah, it was around when the pressure cooker yeah. would have started. Just... Rob, two more years and you'll hit uh, 20 years of podcasting. I know. What's the anniversary gift? Boy, I don't know. Let's well, just, for 20 years? Let's yeah. just do a special show. Let's go to Deadwood. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the like the silver anniversary or something? Uh, it's uh, fine china or porcelain. Oh, Give me a new toilet. Want, I'll get you a, <laughs> you <want> a bowl? <laughs> I'll get you, get you a, 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 a fucking cheese plate. No, just How's the that? toilet the toilet bowl of podcasting. It's the porcelain. What if I just get you the toilet seat? Nope. That's not made of porcelain. <laughs> I want something porcelain. What the fuck is porcelain anyway? <laughs> like wh- where do you get What's it? What's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> like, is it mined? Is it created? Is it It's it's mixed? just um it's just ceramic wares. What the fuck Por- is that? Porcelain. It's not a material. It's a type of thing. I guess. Okay. <laughs> I'm just reading. <laughs> I'm just reading. What kind of fucking... What? I think therefore I am philosophical <laughs> bullshit was that. It's no, not a it material, just is what it says. it's a thing. What? <laughs> it's like define diverse. Oh, it's multicultural. It says- <laughs> go look up C multicultural. You go look up multicultural. It says, oh, C diverse. It's just a fucking loop of definition. Here's what it says. Fine grained and translucent ceramic wares. Are called porcelain. Well, that helps. So it's the wares. That helps clear it's, things it's, up. So what's ceramic? <laughs> How is ceramic? I think ceramic made? is an adjective, not a noun. Ceramic is a material that is neither metallic nor organic. It may be crystalline, glassy, or both crystalline and glassy. <laughs> so what? What is crystalline? What is crystalline? <laughs> crystalline. <laughs> Crystalline <laughs> is a homogeneous solid formed by a repeating three-dimensional pattern of atoms. It's crystals. It's true when the atoms make crystals. But isn't that organic? No. no. Organic just no. means from the earth. But that's from the earth. 
No, some crystalline can be organic, but ceramics are non-organic crystalline. So what's the difference? It made by a person. <laughs> so it's made basically in a when a person organizes the atoms into a crystalline structure, it's it's ceramic. So if it's as long done as it's in not metal, as long as it's not metal. <laughs> I don't. I'm. I'm so confused. This is the best bit. It's because it's not a bit. <laughs> it's just our idiocy. Yeah. Porcelain and china are the same thing. Does that help? Somewhat. I mean, yeah. I not guess the country. I... <laughs> <laughs> I also. I always thought that they were the same thing. I guess I never knew that, but I thought china and porcelain. Yeah. Yeah, do you know why it's called China? Fine China. I'll give you a hint. The it country. was made in China. What, what, what? <laughs> wow. Google, man. Hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> okay! <laughs> so Nick and I were at a wedding this week together. We oh, hung yeah. out a little bit. How- How's your Connecticut COVID doing? Or who died? What what old celebrity did you kill? Oh yeah, did you, anyone you oh, you shit. usually get COVID or you kill an old lady? So well, a lot of people I know had COVID before I arrived and got COVID after I left. So I don't know if I was a super spreader that evening. Yeah, COVID's on the rise, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. COVID's on the yeah. rise. I did kiss the groom on the mouth. Uh, you did, yeah. I wow. That. So I probably <laughs> gave him COVID. That did happen. Wow. I do remember that. So, he, yeah, he might be dead in Aruba right now. <laughs> I'm not sure. It was a good time. We had, good, we had, it we had good fun. Wedding. Yeah, it was okay. That ceremony was a little long. A little long. Was it, it was a Catholic ceremony? It was not. Oh, okay. It was, it was an Italian and Greek. Non-religious. I see. Heavily okay. cultural. And it's still heavily went Greek. On for heavily 45 Italian. minutes. Oh, oh my get out. It wasn't that long. Oh, yes, it was. Apparently only one of us was checking their watch during the ceremony, Nick. Why? No, would because you have I specifically such a long... No, no, hold on. Call I'm calling bullshit because I remember the exact time when Nico showed me his phone because he was timing it. It was 35 minutes. You're exaggerating by 10. 35. What time did it yeah, start? It was 35. It started at 4 30, did it not? No, I got there at like 4 30. We got there late. It started like it started at like 4 45. Alright, but I count so, that as part of the time. Whoa, 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 no. whoa, whoa, whoa. So the ceremony was 35 to 45 minutes long, and you started late? Uh, yeah, that's right. Wow. So then, yeah, you just fucked yourself. You, you just you fucked counted. your whole argument. You counted as part of the 10 minutes. If the, if the ceremony when, was supposed when, okay, to start at 4.30. When we say it started late, the ceremony didn't really start late. The, the um, invites said 4.30. Right. You're right. And I got there at 4.30. No. I didn't realize I was supposed to get there early. Because everyone else was already there. <laughs> yeah, because we assumed it would start on time. Yeah. Right. But but it didn't. the invite didn't say the ceremony will begin promptly at 4.30. It said, please arrive at 4.30. They were shoveling us along. We were, we were you know, hanging out at the bar, and they're like, it's, we're about to start at about 4.25. They were, yeah, they were rushing. The, the employees were rushing us down to the. Listen, I had time to go back to the bar and get another drink in between it's when true. I first sat down for the ceremony and when the ceremony actually began. 
That is true. So those things usually start a little late, though. That's pretty normal. It, it Rob dragged. That's all I'm gonna say. It was lovely. Oh. It was nice. It was nice. I have some easy cuts to make, though. If you let me take I a pass agree. at the script, there were <laughs> some agree. obvious I it was cuts. Nice. Obvious I cuts. It was cute. It was all right. It was I, sweet. I do not do weddings anymore. That is that is my I limit about this rule. <laughs> I I do not do ceremonies. Listen, I might go to there a party. Was clearly, some bits in there for the parents. Uh huh. No question. The parents. But I'm sure the parents confused, also though, because the parents had a role to play and they didn't really know what was going on. So I don't buy that. Well, I'm sure the parents. No, but I'm sure the parents paid a lot for the wedding. No doubt. It, I will say it looked like an expensive wedding. It was very expensive. This lady, though, that did the ordainment. What, what do they call it? That that married them. She's the ordained minister, right? That's what it is. I, I guess. She was feeling herself. That's all I'm saying. Oh, what? She was feeling herself. <laughs> she had a couple lines she wanted to get in. And, you know, like any great writer, it's like you got to uh, kill your darlings sometimes. Gross. And she did not kill any yeah, darlings. You, I agree. You probably could have cut everything she said, actually. It was that the only whole, the whole ceremony was her talking. No, that would only cut like five minutes when she was going over like how they met and shit. Nick, that was 25 minutes long, Nick. No, it wasn't. No, Nick, it the wasn't. whole life story was the whole thing. <laughs> Listen, they wrote very cute vows to each other, and they were, I uh, thought those were pretty long. They it was wrote, fine, but, they were but then cute. there was vows to each other. No, that's fine. I buy, like, whatever. You can, you can go long on those. Then there was another 15 minutes afterwards. Usually the vow was the last part. Kiss the bride. We're done. Yeah, but, well, the, the thing afterwards was, like, Stavros doing the crowns. I know, but it just kept it going and going. It was like a in. Peter Jackson movie, dude. Just kept fucking going and going and going. Say the fouls, hand the rings over, kiss, we're done. Get out. Let's take pictures. Let's let's eat. I don't know, man. Nico's uh, I think being a little move. I no, listen, I told you I have unfair. good listen. I have good feel for these things. There's thing this is one of the, the few things that I am an expert in. Fucking time. I know for like, a fact live too. events. If if when Nico gets married, he's going to have the most inconvenient, annoying wedding because his wife is going to want all these things and he's going to fucking let him steamroll all over him. And he's going to say, yes, yes, yes. And it's going to be the worst wedding I've ever been to. I guarantee it. Move it along. Your wedding was lovely. Couple yeah, well, speeches. I didn't want We're anybody done. there for anything. We're done. Yeah, I know. I, it's because you weren't invited to my wedding. That's why. Well, no, but <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I had a quick reception. It wasn't a hey, wedding. I the ceremony yours was private. And I kept it brief. You did. Short to the point, heartfelt, funny. We're in, we're out. Yeah, you got to wrap up the... You know what? Just don't even do do a ceremony. Just do it privately and then let us eat. That's I'm all that's for a, that. That's all don't I get want. me wrong. That's all I, I think I the ceremony was lovely. I didn't think it was that bad. We were under pavilion. It was a little hot, but it wasn't that bad. Oh. Oh, and I did not have an undershirt on, and it was the sweat was seeping through, and it was not great. Yeah, how hot was it? Because <laughs> I lived not through, as hot as Nebraska. I lived through heat dome twenty twenty three. It's probably about ninety five degrees. Uh, that's still pretty fucking hot. Ninety ninety five, but we were under a tent, so under there it was a little cooler. Yeah, yeah. We saw a hundred and eight point five here this last week. And then woke up to 55 degrees this morning. <laughs> I'll tell you what hit the spot, though. This was nice. This was a nice move. They put cornhole outside. 
mm-hmm. on the patio. About nine thirty, we we slunk out of the dancing. We did some cornhole. It's pretty tight. Highly recommend cornhole at your wedding. <sighs> Highly recommend. Why is that game so popular? Because it's the best. Because it's easy and it's cheap, easy and fun. Expert, yeah, <laughs> it's not cheap though. Some of these boards that you buy are in the two hundred dollar range. Then don't buy one. Yeah, you exactly. Cut wood into a triangle, like. <laughs> All right, you you build one, Mister Hotshot. Show me. <laughs> you go buy some lumber nowadays. I just need a saw. I don't have a saw. <laughs> I'd have no idea like where to procure lumber. You go to Home Depot. You go to Lowe's. Uh, Home Lowe's. Depot. Yeah. the lumber store. store. Actually, I have bought lumber at Home Depot before. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess don't I wouldn't know, know what to, to look for. You know, I wouldn't from. know what kind of wood I need. Like it would be confusing. It's just cornhole. It's not that fucking complicated. (laughs) What the fuck, guys? You gotta wax it. You gotta fucking polish it off and shit. Yeah, if you care. Mm. It was a good time, though. It was a fun wedding. It was good to see Nick. Yeah, I wish I could say the same, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was a lovely. It was a lovely time. Yeah, it was also my second wedding of the of the of the weekend. So rough. Rough weekend. Nick did turn it in a bit early, but nobody's perfect. It's like 10 p.m. <laughs> turned it in Ooh. a bit early. A little a bit early. early. little early. Had some stogies on the deck. <laughs> Look at that smile on his face. He was up to something. Could have used you there, <laughs> bud. Could have used you there. Oh, well, does that do it for this week? I think so. Man, yeah. the wedding talk really just... Pulls the mood from Rob, huh? Yeah, I just don't. Just kills Rob's vibe. He hates them. I hate them. What do you hate worse, weddings or subtitles? Ooh. Probably (laughs) weddings, but just barely. Just barely. Just barely. They're equally horrific. A whole movie of subtitles. Yeah. There's two doors in front of you. One is a wedding, the other is a foreign film, and there's also a gun next to you if you want to take yourself out. What's your <laughs> yeah, route, Rob? Give me the gun. Give me the gun. <laughs> How you gonna spend your evening? <laughs> yeah. Pass. Uh, uh, go check out the Why Is This a Thing episode that we did for the River Wild. Yes. The new River Wild. Yes. Too many thoughts media.com. Two cents radio.com get you there. Yeah. Have a great week, everybody. See you next week.